Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. I need service. Like a refill on your drink? Or some more dipping sauces? No, goobers. I need service on my car. Oh, okay. But I still want to refill on my drink. Well, I'm sure the professionals at Sears Imported Autos can help with that because they literally do everything for you. Yeah, I've heard you mention that. Didn't Colin just take his car into the service department at Sears? He did, and it was amazing. And we've owned a few car brands. We've been to a few places. But the service at Sears was beyond. They gave him a free Mercedes loaner while his car was being worked on. Oh, fancy. Oh, absolutely. And obviously with COVID, safety is so important to the family at Sears. If people request, the service pros at Sears Imported Autos will pick up your car, perform the repairs, clean, disinfect, and get it back to you safe and sound. And I must say it feels so nice and it gives you that great peace of mind. I know some places make it a pain to schedule an appointment. How is it at Sears? So simple. No horrible phone trees. You can schedule an appointment right online at SearsImports.com. No wonder Sears won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. To me, they are fabulous. No, 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 no. No, Fibulous, every day, every year, for over 55 years, serving four generations of customers. And let's just say, very few can say that. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes west of downtown Minneapolis on 394. And online at SearsImports.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off. Don and Kenny are here. I'm Jace on this Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021. Thank you so much for being here. We have the Dirt Alert, Elizabeth's return coming up, and much more. But right now, vacation stories. You know we love them when we come back from a trip, and Dawn has an epic one. Take it away, Dawn. Yes. Okay, so I was in my hometown of Springfield, Missouri. Branson is just 20 minutes away. Um, So the theme park there is called Silver Dollar City, and it has some of the best roller coasters in the country. Um, I think it was ranked number one. As far as uh, oh, wow. uh, the theme park that people love the most, I think I saw that on their website. Um, so, you know, I mean, you're talking about rating it before Disney World. Um, that's very oh, wow. strange. So anyway, that was last year. And it does have some roller coasters that break records and all of these things. And it's in Branson. You know, you think, oh, my gosh, Branson's just hillbilly shows. But they have this right, great right. theme park. And it's all based around um, this cave called Marvel Cave. And okay. Missouri is known as the cave state. So we have like 7,000 caves. It's like just amazing if you're into caves. So this cave, the theme park built around it because they've been doing cave tours since like 1880. 
in this cave. So um, I went to the theme park with um, I, I had I bu- had bought tickets for MC myself and um, my daughter and then my best friend. Okay. So um, then we had some tagalongs who I and I said to any of my family members, if you want to (laughs) come, then please, you know, come with us. The only person that responded was my sister Tina, who has MS, and I was like, oh great, she doesn't get to get out of lot anymore. She has to rent a a mobility scooter there. Okay. Okay. And then we had another friend of my daughter's named Riley or uh, Ripley. And so, you know, the party gets bigger in size, so we have to, you know, all drive in my sister's car. Well, from the beginning of the trip, um, we had some issues. Uh, Right when we get there, the whole renting the scooter thing was kind of messed up and not as smooth as it should be. And my poor sister feels bad already. She's like, oh, I shouldn't have come. Doesn't want to be a burden. Oh, my gosh. And we're like, stop it, Tina. Just get that scooter. So then we have to wait for her because she decides to buy a season pass. So that takes longer because we just all had our tickets on our phone. So she's like, oh, no, you have to wait for me. So the whole getting into the park took about an hour. What? <laughs> to get in, yes. Oh, Because no. she had to, listen to this, she rents the scooter. We had to wait about 20 minutes for that. Then uh, they teach her how to use it and all of these things. And then when she gets up to the line where people would normally buy tickets, they said, okay, you can't take the scooter through the line. So she had what? to get out of the scooter. And Come we're on. like, well, what if oh. she absolutely couldn't walk at all you know what i mean so anyway she gets out and then she waits in the line and it's a it's a pretty long time as well it's like 20 more minutes through this line she feels terrible we're like it's no big deal we got there when the park opened so then we finally get through the scooter process and going through the line to get in and we ride two rides okay but this theme park has like 10 we want to do roller coasters she feels bad because she has to wait, you know, but we're like, it's okay, just go in some shops and she, she's okay. Then um, we have a situation where we go wait. Our next stop is this new ride called the Mystic Plunge or something, and it's a Mystic River Plunge. And it's these big inner tube things, and they they take your boat and they like rotate it up this corkscrew thing. Oh, okay, boy. so it goes through all this river, and then this corkscrew thing at the end, and then you go down this huge plunge. Right. So we're excited to do, you do it. Wet? Do you get do wet? get wet, but it's ninety seven degrees, and Ugh. the humidity is ninety four percent. Oh, gross! It's oh. so everybody is absolutely. They're just so tired already. Every, it tires you out to be in that heat. So with this Mystic River Plunge ride, they have lockers that you can rent for your stuff because they say sure. you can't take anything on the ride. So we didn't want to rent a locker because we're too cheap. So there were two of my friend. well, Ripley and my best friend didn't want to ride the ride. So they stayed oh, with the scooter, perfect. and my sister Tina actually agreed. She's like, I think I'm going to go on this. And we're like, yeah, do it. So we don't have our phones. We don't have anything. We left them with um, the two friends that we left behind. So yeah. we wait through this line, and we have no concept of time. We don't know how long it's been. Two hours go by. What? We didn't realize it had been two hours. And the sun had changed positions, so the scooter wasn't in the shade anymore. No. So 
my friend Brooke, he knows a guy in a show there, and he goes off with him and leaves Lexi's friend Ripley with the scooter, and Ripley is autistic, and he is in the hot sun. He is about to... So we get all the way up to the front of... We have no idea this is going on. We get all the way up to the front of the ride, and the ride breaks. We're ready to ride. Yes. We are ready to ride the ride. The ride breaks down, and then... We're like, we wait 20 more minutes because we're like, it might get started oh. again. We've waited all this oh. time, but we don't know it's been two hours. So then we finally just give up and we leave. The minute we get out of line, they start the ride up. No, yes. no, 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 <laughs> yes, no, yes. no. So, oh, my God. So we're like, whatever. We have to get back to our friends. So oh. we get down to, we get back and poor Ripley, he it looks catatonic. I mean, he looks, he's in the I sun. Bet. He's sitting with all of our purses and, you know, all of our drink cups and the scooter. And right. Brooke is nowhere to be found. He's gallivanting through the park with his friend. And oh, we get up left. to him and he goes, I'm going to throw up. And we're like, oh, God. And he's like, it's just, I, I feel so sick because he has heat exhaustion. So right. we're trying to get him somewhere into the air condition. We run around. We're running back and forth to try to find a place for him to go inside. Um, right. He's like Any wobbling. Place, he's please. not even walking yeah. right. Um, and then my dumb best friend, Brooke, who's completely, he's artistic and he's completely unaware that this would be a bad right. thing. Has no idea. He runs towards us and he has a big sack and he goes, I got a cinnamon roll. And we're like, <laughs> we're like, you left Ripley by himself. What are you doing? So, oh my god! I mean, by oh this by this time, it's I mean, all that time wasted in the middle of the hot sun in the day. I can't believe. Then we this. we waste. No one's eaten. We waste all this time trying to find a air conditioned place for Ripley, and then we just end up going into the cinnamon roll shop, and we all ate the cinnamon roll together. But we're by that time we are whipped. Like, we are just whipped. Well, aren't you just all drenched and sweaty and gross yes. and angry and clothes are sticking? And... Oh, yeah. And, Kenny, it gets worse. Oh, so, it can't get worse. Oh, no. it, it does. We have a, a cave tour scheduled for 430. So, okay. I mean, this is a big theme park where you have to go up big hills and everything. So it's it's challenging. My sister has to go a different route because she has a scooter. So right. she's not going to go in the cave. We have a couple of people who didn't decided not to. My friend Brooke and my sister Tina. So MC Ripley, my daughter and I go into the cave, the cave tour. This cave is so big. It's like um it's like a mile and a half that you walk total. The first steps going down into the main room, it's called the cathedral room. That they f- have flown five hot air balloons inside the this and really? the, yes, it is a wonder of the world it is unbelievable you just won't believe it it's just your mind can't even comprehend so you go down 500 steps is it cool yeah it's 65 degrees so that's the best thing all year round 63 what a relief so they say everyone's there's a little tram that brings you back up at the end yeah yeah they say now every once in a while the tram doesn't work and we'll have to go back up the steps no, never no, in my no, life have I ever no. heard. I've been on this cave tour many times. I've never no. heard, because I used to work at the park, I never have heard the tram breaking. So we get ha- we get down all those steps. We go halfway through the cave, 
And this, there, she's giving a little speech about the cave. It's very interesting, the history of this cave. And this weird phone starts ringing when oh, the no. guide is talking. Oh, no. And I'm God, like, that's like a wall phone. Where is that coming from? She's like, hold on yeah. just a second. Goes down. She's on the phone. And we just all look at each other like, oh, We're, my God. She oh, comes no. back up and she's like, um, well, remember when we said that the tram sometimes would break? Well, that has happened. So we have to go back out where we came. Because they can't take us the other way. So we had to walk. When I talk about that room that they flew five hot air balloons in, that's how big it is. You have to get up those steps now. And it's 500 steep steps. It's like stacking three metrodomes on top of each other. You can fit the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, you could fit the Statue of Liberty inside this thing. This, This cave, this grand room, the cathedral room. So we're like devastated. We're like, no. oh, God, my daughter has just recently lost a lot of weight, but she doesn't have a lot of muscle tone. She also has uh, fibromyalgia. So she was in so much pain, like walking up these steps. By the end of it, she was in such distress. And as you start to come up out of the cave, it gets hotter and hotter and right. she can't breathe. And I mean, right. by the time we got out of it, they're like, we need to call the EMTs to come. Oh, and she's like, no, <gasps> but she's hyperventilating. <sighs> It was a freaking, the whole day was a disaster. We just decided to leave then. I'm surprised you made it to the cave point because yeah. I would have, I, as soon as the earlier incident where the ride broke right as you were next <laughs> yeah. in line, that's where I would have bailed. And, and I would have bailed on all of you. Uh, right. I, I would have said, I don't care well, we what all you rode do. Together. You guys are fine. I, I'm calling an Uber. Oh, I'm hitchhiking. Yeah. I'm getting the hell out of here. <laughs> Screw you guys. Screw this broke down, <laughs> stupid park where everything goes wrong. Uh, I'm out. Well, yeah, then out. it gets worse. So then we drive back, but this is actually it good. This didn't worse. happen. No, you've said it gets worse yeah. four times. Yeah, this is like an worse. Alexis story with the animals. So this is we, awful. So we get back to, um, so we actually drive back to Ozark from Branson in my sister's van. And then we depart and we go our ways. We're staying at my mom's house, so we're there. My sister Tina Text me to all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Minutes after she leaves my mom's house and says, there's something wrong with the van. Oh, so she, thank God, drives back. The van, the alternator went out on the van. Her husband had to come and pick her up. So that was the end of the day. But you just don't think it could get any worse. You have to count your blessings and say, at least we got home. But it was the worst experience at that park I've ever had. And it's no one's fault. It's just all terrible circumstances going yeah. on. What oh, I've learned what? here is never say the phrase, it couldn't get any worse, because, <laughs> because yes, it will. It yes. could always get worse. Yeah. <sighs> we gotta take a break. Uh, we, we come back. Elizabeth Reese in the Dirt Alert. Remember the Jetsons when Judy Jetson would call up her dentist on a video screen? I 
wanted to be Judy. Of course you did. Well, that's good news because you can be Judy, kind of, with Amy. Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental now offers a free video consult. My dream come true. All kidding aside, how does that work? Go to Hughes-Dental.com and request a free video consult today. Get your questions answered in three easy steps. Upload a picture of your smile, receive a private video message from Dr. Amy with an action plan. Look it over, and then you can schedule your in-person visit with Dr. Amy. That's so easy. Easy and so important. A smile means so much to folks, and this is a great way to see if a smile makeover is right for you. And there is nobody better than Dr. Amy. She's had years and years and years of experience. That is the reason why I call her the Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. She sure is. She's one of 10 accredited cosmetic dentists in the state. To see before and after photos of actual patients, go to their website, Hughes-Dental.com. And also, don't forget to follow them on Instagram to learn more about their staff and to see the latest happenings from our family at Hughes Dental. And when you call to make your appointment, don't forget to tell them you heard about Hughes Dental from My Talk. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Let's get caught up with the entertainment stories of the day with, oh, who's this? <laughs> Elizabeth Reese is back. Good morning. Well, good morning, you guys. I had a great vacation. It's really nice to be yeah. back with you. I'm a little congested. Yeah. I apologize. You know, just it's blame okay. these wildfires and the I smoke. Know. Oh, gosh, yes. I know. It's a real challenge. Um, but it is nice to be back with you. So if I share stories that are old... Either gently say we already know that or just ignore it (laughs) and pretend like it's fine. The Uh latter would definitely be the Minnesota way to do it. So, you know, you choose your poison there. (laughs) I do want to say that all yesterday I was tracking um, these developments on Reese Witherspoon's uh, company sale. She is now the richest actress ever. Really? Um, I didn't hear this. So her media company, Hello Sunshine, will be sold to um, a venture firm headed by former Disney executives, Kevin Mayer and Tom Staggs, for $900 million. (gasps) It is a huge deal. And um, this is big, big money. And all over her social media, it was just like everybody was like, get it. Yes, queen. Get it. Get it. Get it. Because her really, you know, telling stories about women... Mm-hmm. stories by women and being more inclusive in terms of the um, higher up roles in Hollywood has really been Reese Witherspoon's goal. And so they see this as just being an expansion of that, that it is shown that, you know, these these projects that she's working on make big cash. They're worth a lot of money. And so she'll be now entering into partnership and she's laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, so she is going to be in a part. She didn't just sell all of her rights to do anything. Right. To, okay. So she's still going to be involved. Yeah. But she, wow, 900 yeah. million? Oh, isn't that amazing? I wasn't aware that. I- she no, was I wasn't doing either. All these yeah. Wow. So, oh, I'm so glad that I'm bringing you new info. So, Reese Witherspoon <laughs> and then the current CEO of Hello Sunshine, Sarah Harden, they're going to join the board of the new company. Okay. And they're going to continue to operate it. Um, Apple did not purchase Hello Sunshine, but the two companies will continue to work together. Uh, Hello Sunshine produced the morning show oh. and is involved in multiple upcoming Apple TV Plus projects. Uh, there's one, there's a country music reality series. There's a, uh, a project called The Last Thing He Told Me with Julia Roberts. So oh. I guess Apple is exploring other purchase opportunities. They were kind of up, you know, could have potentially purchased Hello Sunshine. Can I just say too to Apple TV, and I know that they listen regularly yeah, to sure. the Jason and Alexa mm-hmm. show. Um, they have the worst interface of any 
viewing app out there. <laughs> what? Yes. It's brutal. I was watching Ted Lasso the last two nights and uh-huh. it's just like it, it gives you a weird up next. It like picks a random movie oh. to do up next instead of going to the next show. It it doesn't communicate. So if you watch it on like one platform versus another, like if you have different TVs, you know, big problems, guys. I've got multiple TVs with multiple devices. Well, we all have multiple. Yeah, when and it I'm doesn't connect. Him. And mm-hmm. so it, it, so I'd already watched a couple of episodes ahead, switched to another like platform and it didn't connect that I had already watched those two episodes and oh. I was enraged. Oh my God. I, th- I mean, wow. listen, I think they have the so worst. This is, yeah, this is real rage. I understand yeah. this rage. Well, you yeah. know, I have a lot of streaming service rage. I can't figure out where things are. I can't remember. <laughs> Search through so much stuff. It's so hard. It just exhausts me. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. So anyway, big money for Reese Witherspoon and big news in the entertainment world. Uh, back to Ben and Jen, Benifer. Oh. They're doing some serious jewelry shopping in Capri, but no ring yet. They're on a romantic European getaway. They are? Mm. Now, is How Alex Rodriguez still... I... Yeah. Well, right. Right. Is Alex still over there? Because he was... Um, gallivanting with a bunch of hot celebrity oh really yachts yes i saw that yesterday so maybe their yachts are going to run into each other she was spotted in portofino italy over the weekend after ben affleck left and she was wearing a necklace with ben's name on it it's i mean it's the it's like how people wear letters of their kids names which is very sweet she wears one that just spells out ben She's perpetually a 14-year-old. If I wore a necklace that just said J on it, I feel like my husband would be like, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of thirsty, isn't it? It is. And you're right, perpetually a 14-year-old. Tattoos and jewelry with your lover's name on it, never a good idea. I know. I I can get behind the wedding band tattoo. Like, instead of wearing a ring, I'm all about that. Yeah. But, like, you know, a big, like... Dawn on someone's back. Scapulas. That's That's risky business. You know what? I'm down with that. You know, get a sunset, (laughs) sunrise, whatever. Thanks, you guys. Elizabeth Reese, today at three on Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk Radio 71 and streaming all over the place at MyTalkRadio71.com. I'm Jace with Lex. Oh, she's off. Dawn and Kenny. <laughs> Lex is taking the day off. Hey, I wanted to um, talk briefly, uh, probably not briefly, about this whole Matt Damon thing. It keeps uh, more tentacles mm, come yeah. out. And in my perspective as a, as a gay dude on this, um, and I know a lot of folks won't won't agree with me on this, um, but I got to tell you, this is one of those cases where I get a little frustrated. If I'm being honest, I get a little frustrated at the immediate canceling of people. I always say I judge each of these situations individually, which I think is reasonable and fair to do. Right. This is one of those cases where I think I'm going to go against the grain and go against a lot of people that um, that I know. I don't think Matt Damon should be canceled. And I think this rush to immediately go, oh, you effed up. No pun intended. Uh, so you're done. And I'm never going to. I think that's real. That's real dangerous. And especially for us as the gay community, we want um, and deserve tolerance, and we want acceptance. But my goodness, we—I uh, feel 
a lot of people judging Matt mm. are real quick to have no tolerance for forgiveness. Oh, yes. And that now, bothers me. Can because you... I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but no. I briefly read the story since I was on vacation. I didn't really get. I I know there's something with uh, the bad f word uh, for gay people that he was using, and his daughter corrected yeah, him. Or well, what's the deal? Yeah, he made it. They were sitting around the kitchen table, and he used the word. He wasn't calling somebody that, but he was using the word, and his daughter. Um, 15 different generations said, Dad, you can't use that word anymore. And that was revealed in an interview. And then immediately the the Twitter parade starts and Matt's been canceled and called every name in the book. So did he reveal it? Um, I think he did in an interview. I so, honestly don't know the origin. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. I don't know quite. I don't know quite the origin, okay. but I do know that it was revealed so Matt told, because again, now, you know, Matt has to make these this apology tour, which just frustrates me. Um, he writes, I have never called anyone the F word in my personal life. And this conversation with my daughter was not a personal awakening. I do not use slurs of any kind. And um, and then he goes on. I, I got to tell you, I, I always talk about intention and for me, this is another one of this is a, another one of those cases. I do not think that Matt Damon is homophobic, and I don't think he is a bad guy. Um, I just don't. So, with that, with those parameters, I I, I, I got to tell you, I'm 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 ready and open and and uh, to forgive the dude. He yeah. made a mistake, and his daughter corrected him. And I got to tell you. Up until I, I use this example all the time, I have been corrected, you know, on this broadcast um, that has now spanned Lex and I have been doing a show since 06 words have come in it have come out of fashion, not even fashion, but w- words that we used to use even in 06 are no longer appropriate. Yeah. Right and I have been I have been right beautifully there. I have been beautifully educated and I have changed, um, you know, I, our buddy Jace. Um, has really educated me when it comes to um, Native Americans and Native culture, and I have con- I have changed because of his constructive and kind feedback. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. My point being, I I used to say with not with regularity, but I grew up in Indiana. I used to say the R word, which is now so gross to me and repulsive. Um. You know, you know. Oh, you're so, you're dumb. You're are. Now I can't even that. Ugh, it makes me. Right. You know, and Colin helped me with that. Uh, yeah, uh, we used to say it too when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. So my point being is, if we're going to ask for acceptance, and and I hate the word tolerant because you tolerate a rock in your shoe, you shouldn't tolerate gay people. You should accept them. So I won't use that word. Uh-huh. We ask for acceptance and we ask for understanding. But my goodness, sometimes we do not offer that in kind. And um, I'm I'm willing to forgive this dude. There's to me, there's really nothing to forgive. He made a mistake. He owned it, which a lot of people can't do. So I applaud him for that. And he changed his behavior. A lot of people don't do that. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people are not self uh, have such a lack of self awareness they don't even realize they're bigoted or they don't even realize they need to change. Dude realized he need to change and he change. We just can't stop. Th- we we got to stop throwing away people um, without an opportunity for change. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, that's, that's that's so great. Yeah. A lot of those words. I mean, I'm thinking back to what my grandparents uh, would say casually. And they were never used with hate in their heart. You know what I mean? It was. Just, I do know what you mean. They were just words. And somebody on this program, and Don, I'm going to attribute it to you. I think at one point, and it was just an off-the-cuff remark, you said, uh, we weren't as smart then as we are now. Mm-hmm. And that's kinda, that kind of says it. Um, because there's a lot of words that we used in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. That there was no animosity, no hate, no nothing of that sort behind those words. They were just words to us. And, you know, like whoever said it, we weren't as smart then as we are now. And we've all changed. And and I will acknowledge when, you know, when you say, Kenny, I agree with you. Look, they are just words to the people saying them. Now, I get that they are not just words to the people they're directed at because, Again, with intention, I have been called the F word by someone who meant it to knock me to my knees sure. and to knock me down. Oh, of course. Um, and so words do matter. But again, right. Kenny, you're talking right. about intention because um, right. I have been called that word in, in, in violent, in violent terms. Um, I will reference the guy from White Bear Lake because he was brazen enough to put his his return address. He wrote me an all uh, handwritten uh, on yellow legal pad and he sent it to Dan. He sent it to me. He sent it to my bosses at Fox calling me the F word repeatedly and telling me that he wanted to take me in the back of his shed and do to me what he used to do to F's in Vietnam. So there is that. So, and then there is, there is, uh, other, you know, there is different intention with that word. A guy that needs incarceration and treatment. Oh yeah. uh, Shouldn't see the light of day for a long, long time because he's obviously extremely Mm -hmm. messed up. He popped his head up about a year and a half, two years ago. Same legal pad. (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because you got to laugh, but still handwriting his hate. Still brazen enough to put his uh, uh, email, uh, put a return label, and his language got even scarier. Um, telling me he knows where I hang out, mentioning Colin. Um, but um, yeah, anyway, I bring that up because there are just different uses of the exactly. word. Exactly, that's a great example. This is and, uh, somebody who clearly has hate in their heart. Yeah, and like, have they never run into another gay person in Minnesota? What's yeah. up with that? Because, well, and the other, the now <laughs> yeah. a, a slightly different example is that uh, the the uh, um, the uh, 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 hip hop star uh, that uh, or, I'm sorry, the rapper that just got in trouble, mm. um, and he's being dumped by all of these festivals. I got to tell you, I feel slightly different about him. If you examine the case and take the time to read. Um, you know, Jace, aforementioned Jace was saying, and I kind of agree, you know, he he did a kind of apology and it escalated. His apology escalated as he was losing business. So that to me is a little different because mm-hmm. then I question, is your apology sincere or are and, and, and do you really do you really see it as hate or are you apologizing because you're being dumped by four or five festivals? Right. You know what I mean? So. 
my overall point being you got to look at these things individually and and do your do your due diligence and and see what their intentions are and then judge the people accordingly yes. so yeah i agree 8.42, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to lighten things up. Uh, oh, DaBaby. Thank you, Phil. DaBaby is the uh, the artist I was referring to. When we come back, a nerd-orific jump the shark. Call me when you need. Call me up by your name. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome back to the park. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is taking the day off. You are stuck with the three of us. Don, Kitty. Me. Thank you for being here. Hey, uh, programming note. Don mentioned this earlier. We know a lot of you love her. Thursday, Teresa Caputo will be on our show. Uh, she does not do readings, so please don't call and, and email Don. She doesn't do readings, uh, but we'll be talking to her. She's going to be coming to the State Theater at the end of September. So we'll talk to her about that and a lot more. So, Teresa Caputo. Thursday on the show. Uh, every day at the end of the broadcast, we tell you a person, place, or thing that has jumped the shark, and I have today's. Fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark. shark. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a mundo. Okay, I can say this because I'm a nerd. Okay. Nerds stand down. I repeat, oh. nerds stand down. <laughs> oh, no. oh, hold on a minute. Uh -oh. just, uh... Attention, Star Wars nerds. Please stand down. I repeat, stand down. Um, what are they yeah. bitching about oh, now? Oh, God. Well, they're complaining about something old again. Uh, two days ago on Twitter, Last Jedi was trending again mm. because uh, three, four years later, the Star Wars nerds will not let it go, uh, either in defense of the movie or uh, to bash it. This is the second of the sequel trilogy. Yes. Very divisive. Rise of Skywalker is more divisive, mm. but very divisive. And they got it trending again. Uh, going back and forth and arguing about the movie that is now four years old. <laughs> um, we need to let it go. We need to let it go. Um, and just let people have just if they don't like it, they don't like it. You're never going to change their mind. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, it's <laughs> it's a thing. Live, I mean, it's a thing. We talked about it this week when I was on vacation. I, I'm really yeah. My brother-in-law and MC started to talk about it. And they were oh. having a camaraderie moment of like, oh. yeah, I agree with you. Oh, situation. so there was a coming together. Yes, there, there was. A... It brings people together. Not only tears them apart, but it brings them together. Now they're best friends. Um... Oh, so so it's like so it's like vaccine <laughs> a vaccine talk. It's like yes, yes. <laughs> um, you know, more more cases tearing apart. Yeah, I do understand their. Um, their frustration with it but oh. i still think that it's uh you know there are legitimate reasons why fans would not like the direction that was taken uh but oh. let, let me be crystal carrington clear because i think i'm with mc it, it, correct me if i'm wrong dong dong i just called you dong <laughs> dong 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 the olympic dong uh, or dong dong yeah um uh, MC is of the thinking that it's a trash box, right? If I'm right, which which one again is this? Is this the Ryan Johnson one? Yes. 
Okay, yes, yes, yes. Because he feels like he took you know everything that J.J. Uh, Abrams set up. Yeah. He just completely peed all over. Yeah. He weakened Luke Skywalker. They were yelling at each other, but they were agreeing with each other. They were yes. like, I can't believe. Like, seriously. I mean, even just the symbolism of she hands him the lightsaber, and then at the beginning of the next film, he takes it and throws it. Yeah. And then he's very wimpy, and they just, I mean, all week they would refer to things as like, yeah, they Luke Skywalkered him, you know, because they were referring oh to that whole it's plot low. line. Let me, again, Crystal Carrington clear. I agree with MC. I am of the same feeling. Uh-huh. I, I, it's not that I don't agree, but my, 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 my feeling is um, we need to kind of, we need to move on. Mm-hmm. We need to just move on because what it does is it just feeds into that top, like MC and me and, and the gentleman he was talking yeah, with. Griezmann. We we can agree to disagree and we're still going to, you know, we're, we're still going to uh, like the franchise as a whole. I'm talking about the river of toxic fandom that's out oh, there yeah. that ruins it for fans like MC, myself and dude. Oh, um, yeah. I yeah. mean, they would never like go online and talk about this with other people. Yes. There's just their personal opinion and talk about it with their friends. I don't like everything that any franchise does. You, you know what I mean? cannot be. I, I mean, whenever you have nine films. Yes. I mean, and then with, you know, the spinoffs. Yeah. That's a lot of information. Whenever you go from George Lucas's idea, who he claims that he planned everything out, which, no, you didn't. He didn't. He did not. No. You know. Because then he defends himself and says, but it's for kids. And we're like, oh, really? So kids really like trade federations and everything that Queen Amidala was doing in that whole plot line. They love it. That's MC's favorite thing to say. Kids Kids love love blockades. They love blockades. They love talking Um, about trade trade federations. Yes. Um, But, you know, it's just, (laughs) I think that all of the things that, uh, because of Disney and everything that's coming out on Disney+, Plus, all of these cool series that are coming out. Yeah, that is what we need to focus on because yes, because they're getting back to the roots of what they wanted the films to be. And they're very good at it. Like they're really going to nail these things that they're planning. And I mean, the Mandalorian is great. There are some dumpy, dumb episodes with like with every series. But yeah, yeah, let's look to the future. Even Knott's Landing had a few turd episodes. I'm just saying. Yes. That's a near-perfect show. But, um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, so Jump the Shark, just we need to let Last Jedi go. I mean, come on. And Rise of Skywalker, too. Just release. Yeah. It's release. just mm, that everybody has the power to have the Force. Yeah. Yeah, We don't I like know. that either. I know. Because it's supposed I... to be special for Jedis. Yes. They just want to make everybody feel like they can participate. So- you know, you, guys you can look all down, have it in you. Do, you. do you guys look down at me and the rest of people like me who, when you're talking about this, we're going, uh, I've got to take care, care of the thistle problem today and uh, no. buy some more no. corn. No, I applaud you. And, no, I, I um, applaud you. No, that's, all we're trying why. to do is like divert our mind from the crappy rest thistle of our problem. life. Yeah. yeah, the thistle problem. Yeah, we're like trying to ignore side. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is going to do it for us. Alexis will be back tomorrow. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Don? That's right. You be you, even if you hate part of the Star Wars <laughs> franchise movies. Just do it, but don't spread hate, okay? That's what we're saying to all groups today. We love you, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, friends.
It's a beautiful day 